It's Brian Preston, the money guy. Restoring order to your financial chaos. Retirement, investing, taxes. You've got financial questions, he's got financial answers. It's Brian Preston, the money guy. Bo, it's that wild and crazy time of the year that, I don't know, it just, you wake up in the morning, it seems like the sun's a little bit brighter, the sky's a little bluer. That's because of daylight savings time, man. That's that's why it's bright when you wake up in the morning. Well, that's true. But if anything, it feels like, well, it does. It gets a lot darker a lot sooner. And it kind of makes me saddened a little bit because I think it makes the night a little bit colder when when it's dark by the time it's 630. Yeah. When I'm used to, I mean, your favorite time as a kid when I was growing up was when you knew you could stay out till 9 o'clock because now... You're a young whippersnapper, Bo, so you might not remember these days. But back before cell phones and being able to have constant contact with your family members, the rule at my house was just be home when it's dark. Okay. Because your parents had no way of getting a hold of you when I was a child. So, you know, just be home when it's dark. So it's basically the sun came up, you left the house. No, 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Had a strict 10 a.m. rule, but then had to be home by the time it was dark. So it was always cool when the sun was still up. Or going down at 9 p.m. So I don't know how we went on that side tangent, but we did. And I got to use the word whippersnapper. I'm only a few short a years. Show. Few short years before I'm yelling people off the front porch. You know, get out of here. You know, I'm working on it. So what we're talking about, guys, Black Friday is obviously in the next week. And and I think it's interesting. I just want to get let you guys know we have been trying to keep up with the trends because we've been doing this years now. And what I've noticed is is that the first few years I did it, Black Friday was the real deal. It, it tied into the whole history of it. I believe it's Philadelphia that um, coined the term Black Friday, and it was the police officers that came up with the term because they hated how the day after Thanksgiving, congestion from traffic and everything else, because all the holiday shoppers getting ready for Christmas would come out and start shopping. And that's where Black Friday was not meant to be an endearing term. Well, Black Friday used to be you'd wake up in the middle of the night, go to load up, you know, bundle up and go down to Walmart. And you still can do that, but I've noticed the progression is now we're really Black November. <laughs> yeah. Because you can get deals throughout the month. But um, Consumer Reports just did a piece that they did it for Yahoo Finance. And I thought it was interesting because, you, you know, Walmart – has decided that they are going to attack the entire month of November these days. But a lot of the deals that w- that were posted that Consumer Reports went out there and, and did some analysis on, specifically the TVs, they were one-off brand names, meaning that they were like Sanyo. Um, there was two or three others, but these are brands, Scepter or something like this, right. brands you've never heard of and you're not going to find really anywhere else. And, and, and they're, they're, a lot of them are because there was a company that bought RCA. Um, it's a, it's a Korean company, actually. RCA is produced. The, those TVs are from a Korean company. And that's what you'll see a lot of those TVs, but your big name brands like your Samsungs, your Sonys, those type of things, even Vizio, you're going to have to, if you really want the steel of deals, you're going to probably have to wait still for your traditional Black Friday. Right. Um, Because that's what they're doing. But I am telling you more and more, the Internet is your friend. And we're going to go over Black Friday deals. Also, just because I wanted to add a little diversification in there in case people aren't into the shopping thing. Believe me, I get it. A lot of us are tightwads. A lot of us, even though we can get great deals on Black Fridays, we're like, Brun, don't 
spend an entire show talking about spending money. I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of flip the script and let's talk about some of the the craziest, stupidest fees that you can pay as an individual. And I've got some research that Bankrate has provided me on that. Um, so we'll jump into those things. Let me give you the show info. This is the Money Guy Show. You can check us out at money-guy.com. You can also write the show. I'm Brian, B-R-I-A-N at money-guy.com. Or you can, my co-host sitting across from me here is Mr. Bo Hansen, B-O at money-guy.com. And please go check out all the social media stuff. We've got the Tightwad Nation on Twitter. We've got Facebook. We try to keep you posted. If you go out to money-guy.com, you can sign up and keep yourself connected at all times. If you haven't had a chance yet to go check out the blog, we've heard from some of you guys that, hey, I love having the articles every other week now. I feel like I get to hear from you guys a little more often. Let us know if you like that, if that's something that you feel like has been beneficial for you. Uh, go out there. You can check it out. we got it on the homepage. You can even click on blog. going to try to continue putting really good, solid, pertinent information out there for you guys. So, Bo, since the wheels are falling off a little bit today, I mean, we got one employee that shows up. And had to go to the doctor. And then we got, um, you know, me, I only probably got three and a half hours of sleep. So those always make it unique shows when I got no sleep. And uh, I really have no reason for the lack of sleep. It's just sometimes this brain will not not shut down. Right. And then, Gabe, I think you're all you're hitting on all cylinders, right? You just got a lot of things going on. Um, and, Bo, you're staying at the house right now while yeah. you're down from Nashville. So I'm going to give you kind of the choice. Okay. Do we jump in with the fee discussion, or do you want to start off with the, the Black Friday? Let's do this. Let's start with the fee, because I feel like the, the Black Friday people who really, really want to know it, they're going to hang in until the end. So let's go ahead and give the meat, the fee stuff out there at first, and then we'll close out with the fun Black Friday stuff. Well, I get asked all times, you know, from, from listeners, I get emails, as well as we get journalists and other people that will reach out and say, you know, money guy, Brian, what is some of the fees that drive you crazy? And one of the, there, there really have been two that recently have jumped out to me. And it, it's ATMs. ATM fees are just stupid. I'm going to give you some stats that Bankrate gave me um, to, to share with you guys. But then also, I don't like activation fees or upgrade fees mm-hmm. at uh, AT&T. I know I just, I, I'm part of the Apple, you know, at, you know, addicts that went out there and upgraded to the six plus. And of course, you know, when I got my bill, there was a nice $40 upgrade fee. And, and I'll, I'll share with you my experience on trying to get that out of there. But, um, Bo, I see you're itching to kind of share some fee thoughts, too. No, no, I, I just think it's so funny. We get those emails, and I can kind of read between the lines. The reason people are so curious about what fees annoy you is they've kind of figured out, I bet if anyone's figured out how to get out of these fees, yep. it's probably Brian. And, and we do. I mean, and that's the thing. And I can tell you, because we all get stuck. I mean, I can tell you the last time I paid an ATM fee, I was um, down in, it was Destin, Florida. I was with a group of guys. We were on a golf trip, and they needed money. Well, I needed money, too. I mean, and the thing is, somehow, I can't even remember why I was out of money, because usually when I go out of town, I try to make sure I keep enough cash so I don't. Maybe it was a bad day on the golf course. <laughs> Who knows? But anyway... Um, needed to find an ATM machine. And, of course, one of the guys in the car says, well, hey, there's a Bank of America. Let's go there. And I'm I'm, I'm raising my hand. I'm like, guys, um, we got to find a, a different bank. And they're like, why? I'm like, well, I don't bank at Bank of America. And so I don't want to pay the ATM fees. 
And you can imagine how that went over with a car full of guys that could care less about being part of the tightwad nation. So needless to say, I ended up having to pay the out-of-network fee and everything else. I was outvoted on it, and it burned me up. So I have since then taken proactive measures to where I now have a Fidelity Cash Management card that's tied to my brokerage account at Fidelity Investments that reimburses me not only for my domestic ATM fees, but if I just so happen to, to stumble and end, out, end up outside the country, it will even cover my foreign or, or international transaction fees. So that's yeah. pretty incredible. It really is. So that's why I want to talk about because Bankrate came up with some research. It, it got published right at the end of September, and it said the average ATM fees, if you add up all the fees, when you go to out-of-network or foreign, maybe I shouldn't use the word foreign because that gets confusing with international, but out-of-network ATM fees is 435 That's a 5% increase over last year, and, and that kind of bothered me. When I heard that number, I, I mean, was just like, that's silly. 435 that almost buys you a foot long at Subway, definitely gets you a coffee at Starbucks. I mean, that there's some real goods that you could have for $4.35. Well, I decided to take it a, a whole new nerd level. I said, I typed in on Google. And I said, what's the average ATM fee, you know, withdrawal that people make? Is okay. it is it hundred dollars? Is it eighty dollars? Is it twenty dollars? Is it forty? What do people pull out of their ATM machine? The the biggest most people pull out approximately sixty dollars. Holy And so cow. if you do the math on that, it works out to be seven and a quarter percent. Wow. Guys, that's a that's a good year investment return. Just off of one transaction. And I thought it was interesting when I was looking into the stats a little bit further. Just to nerd out a little bit more with you, it looks like your banks actually make about a dollar fifty-eight of that. That's what actually gets shared by the banks. The majority of that fee is actually by the owner and operator of that ATM machine. Because um, realize ATM machines can be anywhere. You see them in gas stations. You see them in restaurants. You see them all over the place. They don't. It's not just the banks that are doing ATMs. And a lot of times, these private ATM machines is really where they're gouging you on the fees. So. We want to try to figure out how do you insulate yourself from ever having to pay these fees because I want it to be a distant memory so that you can kind of, when you see these annual articles come out from bank rates, you can go, that's not me. I'm, I'm, I'm insulated from that. No big deal. So the first one, I thought it was interesting. Um, I use FMBO Direct for my, my, my savings. Mm-hmm. Um, I, they are also on the list of reimbursing for ATM fees, but I believe you have to have a minimum account size of like $25,000 in their checking account, which pays a much high, lower interest rate than their savings account sure. does. So I didn't include them in my list here. And believe me, this list could get very long. So I'm only going to go over three real big options because I thought these were the easiest. So that's why I excluded FMBO, but Ally Bank. Um, Gabe, you work with Ally. So I got your input on it. They have a tagline, and I thought this was cool. It says, get cash, never fear another ATM fee. And I, and I saw some other bloggers, you know, post across the country that they've been to, to, to some very questionable locations with ATM machines and still had no trouble huh. getting their ATM fees reimbursed from a lot of these banks. And I'm going to go ahead and read the rest of Ally Banks because I pulled this right off of their website. It says, their policy backs up the statement. We don't charge ATM fees and we'll reimburse the ATM fees other banks charge when you use your Ally debit card nationwide. And it said the added benefit of using an online bank like Ally is that they have competitive interest rates. So I was checking with Gabe to kind of figure out what Ally is offering. And, and this is the scoop. 
On your traditional banking, they're going to pay you 10 basis points, which is, eh, it's okay. It's not bad. You're not, you're not moving yourself to the retirement big house with 10 basis points. Certainly not the lowest we've seen. But it's, it's a lot better than your brick and mortars. And if you have $15,000 in your account, they actually will bump it up to about 60 basis points, which is still kind of what I think is interesting. They've created a step system there because people who are keeping less than 15 grand. 10 basis points, which is better than the brick and mortars. You get it over 15 grand, you're getting 60 basis points, but you always have the opportunity to transfer over to your savings account with Ally, which is at 90 basis points or 0.9%. So, you know, go out there and compare those things to your traditional brick and mortar, and you can see that that's not bad, but that's what banks are doing. Now, realize every one of these options I'm about to mention is FDIC insured, which is important, obviously. When you're thinking about banking, um, but here's the here's the two brokerage companies that have decided they're going to step up and try to get into this marketplace too. It's Charles Schwab and Fidelity. Okay, both have very strong offerings for people who want to try to avoid fees. I thought it was interesting when I looked at um when I was looking at doing my research on this. Here's here's what the way Charles. Schwab is set up. It says, with Schwab Bank, this is their statement, quote, with Schwab Bank, pay no ATM fees anywhere. So, and that's what was cool, because both of these things, remember Ally, and I don't know if I mentioned this, I kind of alluded to it when I talked about Fidelity, Ally is only good here domestically, meaning in the 50 states of the United States, you will, will get reimbursed for your ATM fees. If you use Charles Schwab or Fidelity, it kicks it up a notch because both Charles Schwab and Fidelity not only cover your domestic ATM charges, they also cover your international ATM fees. So if you are traveling internationally and you have to get caught in a situation where you have to use an ATM, probably not a bad thing to have one of these cards to, to help you out with that. Same thing, Fidelity Cash Management. It says use your free Fidelity Visa Gold check card anywhere in the world and we'll automatically reimburse all ATM fees. That's their quote. Um, so I thought the anywhere in the world, like I said, that is Schwab as well as Fidelity, can be very powerful stuff with international. And, and just go ahead and take it a step further. I use, and I'm, Fidelity doesn't pay me to tell you guys this, but I do use their, their cash rewards card as well, right. which pays you 2% back on everything. And you can link it to one of these accounts, a Roth account, whatever Fidelity investment account. It's kind of cool that you get 2% just automatically filling up. Um, it helps out. Um, closing out the fee discussion before we jump into the Black Friday. I talked about these upgrade fees. Uh, this is Because I'll be honest, you know, my, I'm, I am actually going to move to the new iPhone. I haven't decided completely between the 6 and 6 Plus yet. Uh, I'm getting some outside pressure on the 6 Plus, but I think I'm going to stick with the 6. Uh, but I'm upgrading here in the next month, and and I loathe paying that, what, $30, $40 upgrade fee every time you get a new phone. I'm already giving you gobs of money for this new phone. Work with me on this upgrade fee, right? Yeah, I consider upgrade fees to be complete profit honeypots because, I mean, what th- this is you've already got an existing customer, and you're now going to a better piece of equipment, and you're locking yourself up for two years unless you're doing one of their new My Plan type right. programs. But most people take the two-year deal so that they get in the subsidized phone. So you're getting locked up for two years, so they kind of grab you with that that $40 upgrade fee. Um, I've always made it a practice that when I get these, I try to call and get rid of them. I, w- I do want a full disclosure. This time when I got my account statement and I called them, my agent initially said, nope, we don't, 
we don't give you credits on those upgrade fees. In, in my mind, I see, you know, whenever you call AT&T, whenever your phone number comes into the dial center, their computer screen just starts flashing, and there's like 10 no, notes. I wish. They, I'm this, just a number This guy's guys. calling about this upgrade They fee. had no idea. So the, they had no idea that the tightwad nation was at the door <laughs> knocking to see if we could get past the $40 upgrade fee. But I, did, I will tell you, uh, you know, when I get told no, because I was calling for another purpose too, and and I was looking at some of the the new plan offerings, and I just want to make sure that I was doing everything I should with my plan, and and um, I asked again. Now remember, I get I have to I tell I don't ever I bow up very rarely, Bo. You've seen, and probably this is a sidebar, but I think it's worth telling people when I call to get onto a customer service representative, I typically here's something that's a great negotiation tactic. You can call in really mad, but the first thing you need to tell that customer service rep, be like, first, let me go in and apologize to you. I am so not mad at you. I know this is just your job. You're working for this company, and you've answered your phone. You're just doing your job, but you need to understand, I have been done wrong. So if, if I get upset, if I, if, I, if I just, if you can tell how frustrated I am, please know it's not you. It's just I'm so mad at the situation. As soon as you tell them it's a situation and not them, you've now created Really, a comrade, somebody who's going to work yeah. for you. They're, they're going to feel like, oh, let me see if I can help this guy. Because even though he might turn into a jack leg and complain about the company I work with, he's not trying to get after me. And that's always been a helpful thing. Now, when I'm calling and, and I need something like $40 refunded to me, and I realized I had two phones I upgraded. So I had two activation fees um, because I had mine and then I had my wife's phone that also had an upgrade fee. Um, I'm sticky sweet. With I just sappy, super nice. So here's how it went: is that I was asking about the plans, and you know, after we've been on the phone maybe two or three minutes, she goes, "You know, I, I can tell. You know, you, you seem like you're a nice guy. You've been a good customer. I'm going to reimburse you half of those upgrade fees." I, he says, I, "You know, she. I don't know. I don't think. You know, I can do that for you." So we kept going with the phone call, and I'm still pricing stuff off. We're even laughing. I got her laughing at some stuff. By the end of the call, now she told me not to tell anybody. Oh well, so great. Good to see you really so, stuck to that end well, of the deal. Well, come on, guys. I had to share my, my my what's going on. You know, it's not like she's gonna get in trouble. I'm sure they tell everybody that because it made me feel like I was important, even though they probably do this for everybody. As long as you make it past, it's like that old MTV show that if you could put up with somebody so long, you won more and more money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that's what I look like these customer service calls. So probably about minutes seven or eight, maybe even ten minutes into the call, she goes, "You know what?" I'm just going to go ahead and reimburse you all 80 bucks. And I was like, that is outstanding. And I really appreciate it. And, um, that's really how the call kind of, I didn't even end up upgrading on that phone call. Now I did deal with them later and I did upgrade some stuff, but, um, I, I, it was just great. I got all 80 bucks and I probably had 10, maybe 15 minutes because I didn't keep a, a timer on the call exactly, but I still thought it was a good use of my time. Definitely. It's um, a good cost of fun yeah, ratio. Yeah, cost of fun ratio, definitely. But I tell you that just because when you call, they might give you some resistance because this was probably the hardest resistance I've ever received when I've upgraded my iPhones. Um, so you just know, and please don't get me in hot water with AT&T just because I shared you my experience. Brian Preston said I could call and get this money back. I don't want my account flagged just because I tried to share a little tidbit with you guys on being sappy sweet and making everybody feel important. Um, so that's my fee stories. Let's talk about Black Friday. Uh, well, before I leave fees, because I have so much research that we put together, I want to tell everybody, and plus I think it's important to some of our clients, 
credit unions. Don't don't underestimate your credit unions on checking out, see if they reimburse your ATM fees, because they also usually have better interest rates than a lot of your traditional brick and mortars. Uh, but I, I just couldn't I couldn't close this out because I was looking at my list of all the banks that work with you. And a lot of the local, it's just for a national show, it doesn't make sense for me to read out some of the local credit unions. So I'm just telling you, go check out your credit union. You might be surprised at what they can help you out with on the fees. Now let's jump into Black Friday. Black Friday, you have to have a game plan. And and the cool thing is, is now that we've been doing this for, I mean, years, it's gotten easier. There's now technology. I mean, I've kind of gotten consistent. I was looking at my show notes from previous years. It looked like I was all over the board on giving you all kinds of different websites. I've kind of gotten particular, and I've gotten used to the same app. I use an app now, and, and I'll go ahead. I get nothing for telling you guys this. It's the TGI Black Friday. If you go check out that app, what I like about that app is that the, every year they add a little more functionality. You, um, it, What I like, like this year, it tells you when the ads will be posted, meaning that you know if Staples is going to do an ad or Best Buy, They'll tell you the dates that those ads are going to be posted. So if you go ahead um, and download this app, you know if something hasn't been updated, it will tell you the date when it's coming on. You can also create lists, shopping lists, essentially, where you can or watch lists, where you can put all the things that you're somewhat intrigued with, put them on a watch list, so you can just constantly go back and reference that list and not feel like you have to have a bunch of newspapers that you're circling, cutting up. It just makes your life a lot easier to use these applications. Um, it also, because you have that that list that you can create, it lets you go into this kind of this checklist that I created years ago, and I still use it. I always tell people, first of all, when I'm on Black Friday, I've already gone around the office and I asked everybody, talk to me about your technology. Do you need a new keyboard? Do you need a new mouse? Do you need a new office chair? This is the type of stuff, your monitors, your speakers. It's the peripheral computer stuff for an office this is the perfect time to buy. Right. Don't buy it in February, March. Buy it now when they're, when they're practically, you know, trying to encourage you to come in there and buy this stuff. Because remember, retailers make approximately 40% of their sales during this holiday shopping period. So that's why it's so important for them to try to really get you in there. And I think uh, on record, I know things have been getting better, but this is a year that I've been hearing the news reports. They're counting on a lot of good things coming from customers this year. So hopefully they're going to be very incentivized to get you in there to, to, to kind of buy this stuff. So here's the checklist that I want you to go through. First, take an inventory of what you need. Exactly what I was just telling you I do around the office here. I also do it on my personal life. I go through and see if there's anything gadget-wise. Like I'm talking about universal remote controls, vacuum cleaners. If there's things that you, and I'm just telling you the things I can think of in the past that have gotten great deals on because it was Black Friday. So like I said, think about your household, things that you actually need. And that way you can go out there and be a commando shopper where you actually go buy what's needed and not just be subjected to what's glossy and shiny and you know caught your attention when you're looking through your app. Um, research the best in class. I've already told you that one of the tactics that companies like Walmart and others are doing is they create these off-brands that they sell significantly cheaper, but they're usually old technology. It's just like a lot of those HD TVs that Walmart was selling were, were 720p or 60 hertz, which means they're they're much slower on their processing speed as well as the resolution than some of the new TVs that are coming out with the latest and greatest technology, where they might be 240 or even some. I've, I even saw some special deals on some of the new 4K, which is the super high definition. So from Samsung and others 
really you gotta do your homework and research what's best in class. So that way you're not falling prey to those those off brands, brands yeah. that, that are out there. So do, go to Consumer Reports, go to CNET, um, go to YouTube. I'm always shocked now. I, I use YouTube a ton for doing product research because not only do you, you get the visual aspect of it too. If somebody's showing you how something functions or how it works, um, Amazon, I like how Amazon is up their game in the last few years. Now you just don't, because you used to have to be careful that a company or a paid person could go in there and put a, a review that, you know, they were getting something out of it. So that, so it was kind of, it seemed like it was tainted. A, a little tainted on, on, on why they were giving this advice to you. Now they have what's called verified purchases. So you can tell people who actually bought through Amazon and then gave a review. So that's always a good thing. And then I still use an oldie but a goodie is price grabber. Yeah. You know, go out there and see what the price is now versus what it will be in the special. And you can see if it's truly a good deal or if this is just somebody who glossed up something and put some lipstick on it, and it's not really any better deal than you could get any other time. I always tell people, don't fall prey to the filler items. They do all kind of... These companies will do anything to get your attention, and they'll put in all kind of little door busters and other things that can kind of lead you astray from really where the big dollar savings are. So be careful of those filler items. I've already talked about the one-off brands, but there's also all kind of crazy stuff that they do as uh, in these doorbuster sales. And then I put in here, the internet is your friend. And and this has gotten truer and truer is that you don't even have to wait for Black Friday anymore on a lot of this stuff. Follow the app. But I've, I'm surprised sometimes these companies will start releasing their special doorbuster prices, even on the internet, on Thanksgiving, even Wednesday. It's amazing if you just watch the application and then go out there and just, if you got a high demand item, just go out there and start looking to see if you can get that price a little bit earlier. Because I'm surprised at how the retailers sometimes step up to let you get those things a, a touch earlier than you would expect. Like I said, Wednesday, definitely Thursday on Thanksgiving. And then by all means, you can get it on Friday if they haven't sold out of it. Um, I always tell people, look at the rebate sites. I'm going to get Gabe to put up a link to Ebates. Ebates is awesome. Now, I will tell you, I've told you I get nothing out of any of these other things. The Ebates, if you do follow the link on Ebates, it does help out the show a little bit. That's the only disclosure um, I feel like I need to give because I'm not getting anything on these other things. But You Promise is also a good one. Um, we don't have any links for You Promise, but I, I like You Promise. I actually go to Ebates and You Promise because they offer different amounts. It's not uncommon that one will be offering 3% and the other will be offering 5%. Obviously, you'll use the 5%. Um, remember, you promise you can use for 529 funding, college funding for children, relatives, even for yourself, whereas Ebates is going to get you cash directly through usually PayPal um, is how I get paid. And then you, you usually what I like about um, Ebates is it even pays you just for signing up. So you can go sign up. You usually get a $10 gift card right from that. Um, last thing, kind of close out the Black Friday I always tell people two things is make sure you keep your ads and you might be able to get some price matching at the actual competitors. So you could go to a store and show them some of the ads. And sometimes you'd be surprised at how you can get them to price match. I know I've used that at Radio Shack in the past and some other places. When you take, when you just don't want to fight the lines, you can go over there and it's, you need to, you can usually get some type of price match. The last thing I always say is watch how you pay for things because that might be where your savings is too. Um, Target card, remember the bit, if you have one of the Target cards, you get a 5% discount on everything you purchase. I think Lowe's has the same in-store in type credit card. 
the cool thing about these these five five percent discounts is it applies to pretty much everything. So if you go and buy gift cards or other things, they're going to be discounted. So it might be an option for you to get into gift cards if that's the way you want to gift get you know or you want to give gifts to your family members. Go out there and check out some of these in-store coupons and see if you can get five percent. And also, like you know, one of the things I even had a listener who wrote me, they pay for their Disney trips. They pay for Disney cruises by going to Target, buying four or $500 Disney um, gift cards, getting the 5% discount, and then going and booking the cruises through like Costco and even getting a better deal. So there's some really cool savings techniques where you can stretch that dollar a little bit further. Um, I also thought it was interesting, Discover as well as Chase right now, you know, I, I don't like them, but they do them, these, these quarterly calendar type type incentives that credit card companies will do if you will sign up with discover for their you know quarterly bonus right now it's um you get five percent back and a bonus back on on the first fifteen hundred dollars you spend on online shopping and department stores nice. chase is doing the same thing it's five percent on the first fifteen hundred dollars for amazon zappos and then select department stores the department stores that are that are on their select list is your typical ones, your Macy's, your Sears, your JCPenney's, your Coles. It's all the ones that are pretty much household names. But if you're willing, go sign up. Remember, you have to be proactive with that. You have to actually sign up on their, their website, and, and it's free money. So check those things out. Bo, what did I miss? Anything that, that you feel like you've, you've heard enough of these Black Friday shows? Yeah, the only other thing that, that you didn't mention is some of the credit card uh, companies, like uh, like I have a City card. It's not my primary. I use the Fidelity Amex, but I have a City card. They have a special online shopping feature where they're affiliated with a bunch of different, uh, you know, a bunch of different brick and mortars that you can shop online for. Well, if you go and shop at the city store, it's an extra way to get, you know, five, six, seven, eight percent back. Very similar to the Ebates type. Exactly. Thing. So you're going through their shopping portals. Yep, that's exactly right. So some credit card companies offer those. So definitely check if you're buying on, if you're using your credit card responsibly. Uh, really good way to get a few extra percentage points back. Remember, the secret, guys, is you're trying to stretch your dollars. I always feel like we do these shopping ninja shows and other things where we tell everybody what makes you feel really good is when you know your money's going 5 to 7% further than your peers. And it's, and it's because you're doing the homework, you're doing the research, and I also look at it in some way, that 5 to 7%, if you're taking that money and then doing something more productive with it and Put it into your savings account, put it into a 529, put it in a Roth IRA. In some small way, you're building up that army of dollar bills that's going to get you that much closer to financial independence and retirement. So go out there, you know, do it responsibly. I feel like I'm, you know, it's like a bad alcohol commercial where, you know, they always say drink responsibly. Well, it's the same thing with Black Friday. Go out there, have a good time, get yourself some deals, but shop responsibly, guys. Don't go out there and build yourself up with a bunch of electronics that you're going to spend the next six to nine months paying off the credit cards. Only buy what you can afford. Because even though I love the credit cards, I like you paying those credit cards off monthly so you're not getting in that debt game. But hopefully some of this was helpful. We went over fees. We went over so we, we fees by re, obviously reducing fees is going to put more money in your back pocket. And then even though we were talking about spending, we're talking about spending less of that money by finding the best deals possible. So I'm your host, Brian Preston. You can go check us out at money-guy.com, or you can write the show at brian at money-guy.com, or my co-host, Mr. Bo Hanson, bo at money-guy.com. 
We'll be back in about two weeks. We have a special show coming up in two weeks, by the way, with a special guest. So you'll have to tune in, and we'll get more information to you on that. Talk to you soon. The Money Guy podcast is hosted by Brian Preston, and Brian Preston is a partner with Preston and Cleveland Wealth Management. Preston and Cleveland Wealth Management is a registered investment advisory firm regulated by the Securities and Exchange Commission in accordance and compliance with securities laws and regulations. Preston and Cleveland Wealth Management does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through the Money Guy podcast. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice.